This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did to create this ad. To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Here's a preview of what you'll hear on this episode of Beyond the Wheel. We actually started with these things called genie trips, and we still have them. We're going to build them, and our genie trips are pre-built trips. You can call them curated, pre-built trips that are targeted at the RVer. So there will be a trip on the national parks of the Southwest. There will be a trip on the Bourbon Trail, which seems to be one of our most popular ones. Now enjoy the show. You are listening to Beyond the Wheel, a podcast about the people and ideas that drive the RV community forward. Looking to get out there and stay out there? Battleborn Batteries lithium-ion batteries are here to power your RV, marine, and off-grid adventures. Designed as an easy drop-in replacement for traditional lead-acid batteries, these reliable solutions have two to three times the power, charge five times faster, are a fifth of the weight, and last 10 times longer. Offered in a variety of models in unique sizes and shapes, ranging from 50 amp hour to a robust 270 amp hour, and backed by a 10-year warranty. Battleborn batteries are built to fit your needs and power your experiences. On the road, on the water, and off the grid, reliable power is here. Check them out at battlebornbatteries.com. My least favorite part of RVing is planning a trip. It seems like it takes hours planning a route, looking at campground reviews, and finding the best stuff to do in the area. In today's episode, you will hear from a company that has come up with a solution to save you hours and headaches during this process. Scott joins us to talk all about what the team at Adventure Genie has been doing to make the trip planning aspect of RVing easier. By incorporating AI technology, they have managed to make the trip planning experience a lot less painful and actually enjoyable. Let's jump in and learn about AI and how it helps the RVer. Hey, Scott, could you tell us a little bit about yourself and your role at Adventure Genie? Sure thing, Kenny. My name is Scott Langle, and I am the uh, CEO of Adventure Genie, but we're a small tech startup, and we tend to wear a lot of hats, so... I think I also view myself as the uh, chief strategist and uh, kind of the visionary and the product manager, work really closely with our development team and marketing and sales and all the other roles of the organization. I came to Adventure Genie after a um, fairly long career in the tech industry I've over 35 years of experience with several tech companies, 
the one that y'all are probably most familiar with is Microsoft. I spent the last 23 years of my career at Microsoft as a uh, CTO, a chief technology officer of one of the di divisions of Microsoft. And uh, after I left Microsoft in 2017, took some time to travel the world. I actually became a photographer, started up that business for a while. And uh, then I think we'll probably talk a little bit through the series of events that that uh, brought me to Adventure Genie. And, and before we started recording, you also mentioned that you RV or you own an RV or you or you did own an RV. Is that still the case? Yeah, it's still definitely still the case. So that came about, I mentioned in 2017, I retired from Microsoft and my, I, I uh, promised my wife that I would take at least one year off and maybe more and travel the world. And we had done a bunch of travel, world travel as part of uh, my work. But when we finally were able to, you know, shed that and go out on our own, we, we did a lot more world travel, but it didn't last very long because then, ta-da, the uh, pandemic kind of hit us. You know, we quickly realized that we, we weren't going to be able to hop on a plane and go to a hotel and travel to far fun places anymore, but we definitely have the travel itch. We've always loved to get out and do things. And what we realized is that we had spent so much time in our life traveling around the globe that, that we really didn't get to see the, the highways and the byways and the innards of the good old U.S. of A. And, you know, for instance, we'd never been to a single national park. So we thought, heck, if ever there was a time that we were going to start doing some exploration of our own country, uh, you know, outside of the big cities and metropolises and so forth. Now would be it during COVID. So we decided to join up with some friends of ours who are longtime avid RVers, you know, 20 or 30 years, who had been pestering us forever to go with them. <laughs> and uh, we did. We rented an RV. We went to Nashville, which was pretty much shut down, but we went to a nice RV park there, spent a week, absolutely loved it. While we were there, I was already researching what our first RV would be. It ended up being a Winnebago. We chatted about that a little bit earlier, too. And uh, yeah, the rest is history. So for the last three years, we have been RVing and spending more than 50% of our time out on the road. Oh, that's great. Oh, wow. Yeah. So you're living the lifestyle. You're understanding. And I would imagine by doing that, you maybe saw some pain points along the way. Yeah. Absolutely. And, and the very first one was, so after we did our first test run of, of an RV trip and uh, went and picked up our RV up in Forest City, Iowa, drove it home through snow and freezing fog and ice and rain and hail and everything else, got it, got it home safely. We started planning our first big RV trip. What I did was I went to search engine Google and said, I'd like to take a six-week trip to the national parks of the Southwest. What I found was a bunch of random links. You know, it would be a, a link to various blogs and to photography websites and to RV um, travel agents and didn't know they existed and tour companies and even a link to Amtrak. And I quickly realized that this was not going to be very productive. 
and you know you keep going down the twisty trail of let's follow this link and this link and this link and then you're just immersed in it and it's absolutely overwhelming and started asking friends and in the forums and the communities and people that i see on the road like what do you do to plan an adventure in an rv i ended up hearing about you know two three four eight ten twelve different tools that people are using it seems like everybody has half a dozen apps on their phone, half a dozen websites open, and you're using Google Maps and all sorts of stuff trying to put together what seems to be a pretty simple task. But it's actually not, as we all know, because there's so much to do. So we kind of realized that there had to be a better way. And it's kind of an interesting story. Along this time, while this was happening, I was introduced to four gentlemen from um, George Washington University that were working on their senior capstone project. And I started coaching and mentoring them and uh, they were looking for a project. And this idea came up of, couldn't there be a one-stop shop tool that would, would, would help people solve their complex travel adventures, whether it be in an RV or not, but of course we're starting in the RV world kind of clicked with them and they started working on it in their spare time and it, it got approved by their professors and throughout their senior year they worked on it and they prototyped something we were pretty excited because it was providing to us more value than we found with the set of tools out there and we kind of knew we were onto something and we decided to start a company so we spent the last year building it it's all AI based, and I know we'll we'll talk a little bit more about that. But we spent the last year building it. We rolled it out this past May, and it's now out in production with uh, plenty of users that are liking it, loving it, giving us great feedback. We're tweaking it constantly, but that's kind of been our journey to to uh, to the product. It's interesting. Um, I mean, we hear all this good stuff and bad stuff about AI, like it's going to take over the world. <laughs> Um, but yet it's very valuable in in our everyday lives and things that we do. Can you kind of describe to us AI in terms of maybe in general or specifically in terms of Adventure Genie? Yeah. Yeah, it's a great question. So AI is, the way I look at AI is, you know, you hear some of these terms like large language models and machine learning and natural language processing. And that's all true. And that's kind of the technical components. But I think, you know, the easiest way to think of it is there's a massive amount of information out there, mostly on the web. Massive, massive amount of information. And it's hard for, even with the great organization of that information and the linking it of it and the cross-referencing of it, it's still not trivial for a human to traverse it all. And like I found when I was looking for the, the national parks of the Southwest, I got a whole bunch of links and, and it gave me back a bunch of data, but I still then had to jump in and go further and dive deeper and make connections between and know what to filter out and what to include in my decision-making process. And it also, um, it didn't help me. And what we're doing with AI is, is we know about a context. So the context for us is taking an RV trip. So 
as we take this uh, massive amount of information and try and boil it down, we do two things. We try to get to the user intent. What are you really trying to do? When you're asking a question and you're looking to do something, we have to kind of get inside your mind and say, what are you really trying to do here? The, the other part of it is what do we know about you? And we don't, we try not to guess too much. We give you a chance to tell us whatever you want to tell us about yourselves. And that's kind of the scary part of AI. It's like, ooh, big brother, we know everything. We're gonna start sharing it all over the place. We commit not to do that. And you can check our terms and conditions and so forth on what we do and what we do not do with data. We don't share it outside of that venture genie. But the more that we know about you, the user, the better the results are going to be. So if we know that you prefer to stay in campgrounds that are wooded and more rustic, that'll help us to make better recommendations for you. If we know that you like to stay at luxury resorts with uh, lazy rivers, then we can help target results for you better. But part of it is you telling us about yourselves and part of it is us keeping track of what you're doing. But it's not to be nefarious, it's to help you with your next query so you don't have to tell us again. So if we see that every time you're searching for a campground, for instance, you're always turning on pet friendly and 50 amp and sewer, we're gonna learn that and we'll make your results better down the road. Kind of bounced around a lot of places there, but you know, take a step back. AI is a whole bunch of information out there that we can put into a context that we can use to answer your specific questions and pull all of those together like a human would and automatically provide logical results to you so that you could get to your answers way more quickly than we can do as humans. That's what I was going to say. It's like, it sounds like it's a, um, a way to compile the massive amounts of data that we now have access to into something that's more user-friendly for us. Right. And, and possibly even filter out the information that isn't necessary or even relevant to what you're looking for. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. And, okay. you know, we started it by um, keeping it pretty simple. What do you want to do? how to get there and where to stay. So what do you want to do is can be answered in a couple of ways. We actually started with these things called genie trips and we still have them. We're going to build them. And our genie trips are pre-built trips. You can call them curated pre-built trips that are targeted at the RVer. So there will be a trip on the national parks of the Southwest. There'll be a trip on the bourbon trail, which seems to be one of our most popular ones. There'll be a trip through the music towns of the South. So it's generally a theme and a location. There's actually not a lot of AI in those genie trips. Those were, those were curated from a lot of hard research from, because we, we thought when we started that there must be a set of trips out there that are targeted towards the RVer, that know what locations to go to, that knows how long to stay at each and knows the direction to go. Which one do you start with? And then where do you go next? And what are the things to do around there? Where are great places to, to stay? 
So those are what we call our genie trips, and we have about 25 of them, and we're just going to keep going. We're going to keep building genie trips because, and they're free, by the way. People are really liking what they see. They're giving us uh, uh, giving us some feedback and some ideas, and we're creating new new trips. The magic of our genie trips is after you browse and search for a genie trip, you can say, take this trip. Now our AI starts coming into play because we'll mm. we'll kind of know where you want to come from and we'll kind of figure out where you want to go. And we'll recognize that getting from, say, Bluffton, South Carolina to Moab, I'm not going to do it in a straight run. So now our AI starts to create these genie stops. We call everything's going to be genie. Our genie stops along the way. And we'll know that, oh, uh, Scott kind of, I, 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 I kind of know what he likes and he doesn't like. So I'm going to route him to Asheville and then to Nashville and then maybe to Kansas City and I don't know, Amarillo, Texas. And because I know he stayed in those locations before and he's picked campgrounds around there. So we'll start to plot your trip to get you to the big destination. And then that genie trip would kick in and, you know, we know all the details of what what you'd want to do there. So that's kind of like one entry point into taking a trip and leveraging AI. So these are really customizable trips. I mean, they're each person is going to have their own experience that is kind of tailored to them. Some of the information that you collect is, is things can, and taken in consideration, like size of RV, time of time that you would like to arrive somewhere, and then it can decide how many little offshoots it can take within that time period? Is that somewhat yep. how it works? Yes. Okay. Uh, yep. So we definitely take your RV information into account to make sure that the routes that we're creating for you, for you work for you, that they're RV friendly for starters. We also take into account how long you like to drive per day or how many miles you like to drive. So for us, the Lengels, we generally like to drive about 300 miles a day. That works for us. So as we're creating these genie stops, we're going to make sure that you're, you know, plus or minus a small deviation of, of 300 miles. So if it was a thousand mile trip, we'd probably have you do it in three days or so. It's not going to be perfect. And we don't want to, you know, for instance, we don't want to say, okay, you can go 300 miles, 300 miles, 300 miles. And then your last day is 25 miles. So we'll, we wouldn't <laughs> do that. We'll, we'll uh, create a route with the number of stops that makes sense for you. Okay. Oh, very cool. If I sign up for Adventure Genie, like that first interaction, is it going to be building a profile of me to actually start planning a trip? Or is it as I start planning a trip, it trips, plural, it starts learning more about me? Or is it a combination of both? Right. Uh, great question. It is a combination of both. We do have a set of free services and when, when we provide those free, like for instance, campgrounds, we provide our campground database, campground search. It's available to everyone. You can search campgrounds to your heart's delight. We don't track anything because you can do that anonymously. You don't even tell us who you are. So we don't pay any attention to that. Similarly, our genie trips, same thing. We allow you to search and browse our genie trips, read the genie trips. You just can't take this trip because that goes into the trip planner. And that's when you need to be a, a subscriber. Once you become a 
subscriber, and we do offer a seven day free trial, but once you become a subscriber, that's when magic really starts to happen. And yes, Sean, you, the, the, the first thing we'll ask you is, hey, you're new to us. We really don't know anything about us. Would you like to a answer a few questions? Like when you're at a campground, do you tell us about your must haves, your nice to haves, and I don't care. And you might say, okay, I gotta have 50 amp water and sewer. I'd like to have a pool. I must have uh, pet friendly and I don't care about whether there's a clubhouse or you sell ice or, you know, any other random things. I don't care about a fire pit. Tell me about it. You have it, but I don't care. So yes, we start learning about you. We learn about the price range of the campgrounds that you like to stay in. And um, we learn about how far you like to drive. So yeah, that's when we start. But to your other point, as you start using it, we just learn more and more about you. I'm curious, uh, Scott, once all the information is collected, it, it figures out where you're going each day, where you're stopping, stuff like that. As far as the actual traveling, is it integrated with any type of navigation or are you taking that information, then you put each location into your own GPS? Can it be used separately? How, how does that work? Another great question. We, we, uh, we toiled over this for quite some time. And we know there are other products out there that we all use and know and like, and sometimes wish there was something different. Mm -hmm. And they do have GPS capabilities or turn by turn built into them. We chose not to do that. that. We wanted to focus on building a tool that allowed you to create, create great, compelling, rich, fully functional trips and plans in advance. And it's less about the in the moment. There are a lot of tools out there to do in the moment stuff. Like once you get to a campground and you're, you're there and you wanted to find the best pizza, you're going to use your phone and whatever other tools you have to find the best local pizza. We can help you in advance. Like talk about our genie wishes and genie journeys in a moment we can help you in advance, but there's a lot of things you're going to want to do when you're when you're actually there in the moment. One of those things is going to be, okay, I'm waking up, I'm breaking down, I'm, I'm pulling our rig back together, and now I'm going from Asheville to Nashville. Okay, time to drive to Nashville. What do what do we do? We plug it into our dash GPS or the or the Garmin that's sitting on on our dash, or we're using our phone and Waze and Google and everything. People are accustomed. There are really, really, really good tools that help you in the moment, taking traffic into account to get you from point A to point B. So we've chosen not to do that. And frankly, I don't think we can compete in that business because there are some behemoths out there that are doing a really, really good job with it. That's not our specialty. When you're planning the trip, we'll show you the route. When you actually take the trip, you may choose to take a different route because you're at point A and you're going to point B and some other tool in real time is telling you a better route to take. And, and we think that's, that's more appropriate. Yeah. I was going to say, I've tried different GPSs, you know, tied to different programs, but I always seem to come back to Garmin because mm -hmm. I just like Garmin. Yep. So to me, that's, that's not a benefit that I would want to see in a trip planner just because I know my preference for a particular brand of GPS. Yeah. yeah. 
Same here. You mentioned the campground summaries are sort of free on your website. Yeah. Um, are those, how are those populated? Or is that something you can't talk about? <laughs> I can talk a little <laughs> bit about it. Um, so generally speaking, so we have about 25,000 campgrounds so far. And uh, we've built our database of campgrounds over the past year. Uh, what I could say is we have scoured the internet. We have scoured every available, every publicly available source that is legal to read, we read. And we've gathered all that information and we've built a large database now of all of these campgrounds. What we do is we now we do apply AI to it. Here, here's one of the problems that we were trying to solve. In the olden days, which was probably just a few months ago, um, you go to, and it, and it can apply to anything. You could be shopping on Amazon, you could be looking for a campground. The campground scenario is kind of the funny one. We saw it all the time. You go and look up a campground, you start looking through the, through the reviews, and you see things like, what a lovely campground, had wide open spaces, easy turns, lovely shrubs, the people at the front desk were friendly. Unfortunately, it rained every day we were there, so I'm giving it a two out of five stars. What? I mean, and the you see this all the time that the star ratings are inconsistent with the words that we're saying. So what we do is we use something called sentiment analysis, which is we look at the vast amount of information on any campground and we determine the underlying sentiment across all of the information that we can get. And we take into account when the information was provided. Is it 10-year-old dated information or did it come from last week? Is it consistent or inconsistent with the ratings? Is it single sourced versus multiple sourced? Are we starting to see a trend emerge from, say, different reviews and different summaries from different websites? From that, we come up with a nice, concise paragraph describing the campgrounds. We were frankly blown away when, all right, and it took a while. We had many iterations of our algorithms, but once we got it to where we were, we started running some tests with, we know a lot of RVers and we are RVers. Okay, let's check out this campground. And you read the summary and it's like, huh, yeah, that's, that's exactly what I would have said about this place, both the positives and, and the areas of improvement. So those are our, what we call our genie summaries. And from that, we come up with a genie score from one to a hundred. And we're thinking that's just a nice, you know, simple uh, metric that you can quickly look at. Everybody's going to get the same summary and everybody's going to get the same genie score, regardless of whether you're, a, um, regardless of your preferences. So it's kind of like the gold standard, like a particular campground may get a genie score of <clears throat> say 89 because most of the information we find on it is generally positive. It doesn't mean that everybody's gonna like that particular campground or not. That's where our genie match or revolutionary genie match system comes into play. Now the genie match takes into account you specifically, Sean. It's like, what do you like in a campground and what do you not like and what do you not care about and what do you care about 
And remember, when you initially come into our system, you're going to tell us a little bit about that, but we're going to learn more as you're using it. So now when you look at a particular campground, you're going to get a genie match that's customized to you. And it's going to say with a 93% likelihood, Sean is going to like this campground. It may, in fact, have a high genie score or a low genie score. That's a completely separate metric that everybody's going to get the same number. But now for you, and, you know, a good example might be, uh, campground might have a really high genie score because it's a luxury park and it has all the bells and whistles. But for a family that's looking for something that's laid back, that is, you know, kind of a little bit more rustic, my genie match for that may be really low. It's like, yeah, it's a great campground. It, you know, it's beautiful and shiny, but that's not what I'm looking for. So it's not likely that I'm going to select that campground. And of course, the reverse could also be true. You know, that I, I think um, when my wife listens to this, she's going <laughs> to love this feature because she spends, no kidding, when we're going out on a trip, at least 30 hours reading reviews on different campgrounds, trying to fig trying to read between the lines yes. and see if this is one we'll like, this is one we won't like, should we go to a different one? It, this really does shorten that window of research uh, by hundreds of hours potentially for a trip massively i have not read a single i used to do the same thing as your wife i have not read a single review in six months because our software reads it and other information but our and it's remarkably accurate i'm we're really proud about that that feature yeah it's a huge time saver and like you said i, I always get frustrated by those reviews too that blame a bad experience or give a campground a bad review due to the weather. I'm like, they, <laughs> how do you do that when it's totally out of their control? I never understood. My wife and I almost stopped reading reviews for a little while because of that. And then we then we found out we, we need to read the reviews yeah. <laughs> because there are good information in there too, but Absolutely. Yeah, it's, it's, it's frustrating. I might have a, a curveball question for you, Scott. Good. What about like, <clears throat> the people that are in van life or, or very small vehicles that do what's called urban camping, where they're maybe just stopping, I, I don't know, on the street somewhere or a Walmart or a Flying J, a casino, parking lot, things that aren't typically campground areas. It, will, will the Adventure Genie work for them, the, the, like the urban campers? So... Um... <laughs> it's an interesting question because our original goal was to put every single, include the entire universe of all um, camp spots. And we started going down that path and we actually got some feedback from those people that you're describing here that said, hey, don't let the cat out of the bag. There's not a lot of campsites for us to, uh, <laughs> and uh, we actually got very strong feedback. And that was actually just a good time for us to put a little pause on it and rethink it because we want to do good things for the community. We, honestly, we don't, we, it is not our intention to mess up a good thing for people that have a good thing already. We're, we're kind of on the fence on, on how to deal with that. The short answer is we don't have a lot of those in our system now. And if they got in there, they, it wasn't intentional. But I think we're going to keep an eye on the customer base and what they're looking for. And there's no reason why we can't expand it for 
for van lifers and overlanders and uh, harvest hosters. We don't have harvest host in here yet. Part of the reason is harvest host is a, you guys know, it's a unique community. You're going to need to have your own subscription with them. Uh, They probably wouldn't be thrilled with us exposing their stuff or maybe they would, but it's, it's just, we have to navigate. That's a, that's a little bit tricky. We, We would like to do it. We intend on pursuing it, but that's something that we, we, we don't have just yet. I also had another question about when it's looking for campgrounds. Can you put things in like, like we're Passport America members? Can we say, you know, we like to use these certain discounts, Passport America, Good Sam discount. I'm drawing a blank on other ones, but, you know, there's a lot of campground discount cards and stuff like that that are out there. Is that something that can be taken in consideration? Absolutely. It's what it's one of our uh, search criteria. I don't know that we have every single one in there yet, but we have several of them. We're also looking to add because we get this request a lot military discounts. Actually, I think we have that in our search criteria. Uh, What we're looking to do is offer our product with an extra discount for military. And we're working through the details on how we validate validate, um, and first responders and things of that nature. Um, There are systems out there that allow us to to have our users validate that they are in fact that. And once we sort through that, I think in the next release or two, we're gonna offer that to them. What my takeaway so far, I know we're not done with the interview just yet, is that you're gonna spend less time planning and more time enjoying the trip is my takeaway so far. Exactly. And we haven't even talked yet. So maybe I'll take the opportunity now to talk about some of our revolutionary features that, that I, I'm just so excited and, and, and it blows, blows my mind. So for instance, remember that first trip I wanted, which was a six week trip of the national parks of the Southwest. We can now do that. You can come into, we call it the genie journey. It's, experimental but at, at the time of this uh, recording uh, when people are listening to this it will be much better and fully released but it's available now the genie journey so what is that that is literally going in and saying i'd like to take a six-week trip to the national parks of the southwest or i'd like to take a two-week trip to the prettiest college towns of the southeast or i'd like to take a trip along the gulf coast from New Orleans to Key West. Or I'd like to take a coast-to-coast trip from Bluffton, South Carolina to Seattle, stopping at all the most kitschy type of tourist attractions like the biggest bowl of twine. What we do is we'll come up with a trip and, and plot out the major stops along the way. So if you were doing the... Um, uh, the Gulf Coast from New Orleans, we'd be in, you know, we show you starting in New Orleans and then maybe go to Biloxi and then along the panhandle of, of Florida and down the west coast of Florida and so on. And we'd show the major stops, again, taking into account your uh, driving preferences. And you've got a baseline of a trip. And not only is it stop by stop, but it's following the theme that you, you asked for. Now you take it to the next level. And so this is like a trip planner and it's like, okay, this is where I say, you know, AI plus a context is unbelievably powerful because you could go out to some of the AI tools today, chat GPT and ask the same questions. And in the nice, 
or not nice text format, you'll get some responses and maybe you engage in a conversation and have it refine it. You could do a lot of this work yourself using generic AI tools, but doing it in the context of uh, a trip planner or adventure genie in particular, we're taking into account your preferences. We know about you. We know what you like, what you don't like. We're going to start recommending campgrounds that are um, that you would favor. That would be a high match for you. We put it into a, a route. And now the next thing you could say is, okay, when I'm at, at each of these stops, I like to hike and take photographs and eat local food. Okay, we'll come up with an itinerary for you. Stop by stop, a bulleted list. Make sure you check out Joe's Crab Shack and hike on this particular trail at this time of day and uh, go and do photographs and take photographs. Now it's all starting coming together from, I'd like to take this big trip following a particular theme in a particular area of the country, create the trip stop by stop, Tell me what to do at each of those stops based on what you know about me and what I'm telling you real time. Help me find campgrounds that meet my criteria at each of those locations. Show me the best route, pull it all together. I mean, it's this is the all-in-one tool that we've been dreaming of. It's not a it's not a trip planner. It's so much more than a trip planner. It's like a you're like your own personalized tour company almost. It, it is. That's what I was thinking of. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, so that's incredible. We've actually, you know, people sometimes say, oh, AI is going to replace humans. I've been in the tech industry for a long time and I've heard that regardless. Computers are going to replace humans. This software is going to replace humans. It never does. It never, ever does. It allows humans to use that tool more effectively and get. It takes less time, higher value, more productive, higher satisfaction, and let them go on to do other things. So when your wife doesn't have to spend 30 hours reading reviews, maybe she's spending some of those hours figuring out what to do at these locations and tweaking it and going back and having a life without doing this, the, the tedium. And on the travel, on the, you know, on the travel agent, we've actually had conversations with people that do this for a living that create tours for for their customers that are considering using Adventure Genie rather than what they do today, which is using 10 other, other tools and a lot of research and so on and so forth. Yeah, I was wondering that. I wondered if, if uh, commercial businesses that do tours would then use your software to make their jobs easier and more efficient? And it sounds like the answer is yes. Yeah, it wasn't a target audience for us. We just wanted to help consumers. We wanted to help RVers and campers because we knew how, I mean, we're not the, Scott and Lisa Langle, we're not the first to do this. We're, we're kind of late bloomers into the RV and camping world. But there are hundreds of thousands. In fact, in fact, one stat I read recently, there's like 100 million people that go camping every year just in the U.S. Now, that's all campers and it's not, but... People have been traveling these trips forever. I'm assuming it's always been this hard. <laughs> <laughs> it seems like too, the more the more you use it, the better it gets. Absolutely. That's you know, that's a core tenet of uh 
of artificial intelligence. The more you use it, the more we learn about you, the better it gets. And you know what? You asked the question earlier about, you know, AI, scary. There are some people that have given us feedback that said, you know, it's the same thing. Big brother, I'll never give you, you and then fill in your bank, large tech company, you and so and so and so on. We'll never use this. And, you know, my point of view is, okay, thank you for your your feedback and enjoy your your travels in however, we're never going to com- convince people that have that, right. that point of view. And that's okay. You know, we, we don't, we, we get it. We don't have to. We promise we're not doing anything nefarious. We're only trying to help you, <laughs> help you create better trips, have more fun, give yourself back some time. And if that's not your bag, that's okay. There are a lot of people that we, we believe will get a lot of value out of it. And those are the ones that we're going to help. And you had mentioned earlier about, you know, 100 million RV trips in the U.S. Do you guys do trips up into Canada and Mexico as well? Is it just U.S. based at the moment? Uh, just U.S. based at the moment, and our number one requested. <laughs> and we have people that are we have people that are signing up with Adventure Genie that live in Canada and are willing to figure out how to get to the border and then use Adventure Genie for their U.S. based travel. And then it's very top of our priority list. We are only the lower 48 right now, uh, which we know is uh, a bit of a bummer because Alaska is pretty cool. Lots of people like to go to Alaska. It's not a technical limitation for us. There are just some legal and business things that we need that we are working through and we hope to have resolved in the next month or couple of months. And perhaps by the time this recording uh, comes out that that, uh, we'll even have it. But yeah, it's a top priority for us. We know people want it. We want to provide it. And we're just working through a couple of the business details on that. So you mentioned, Scott, um, you and it sounds like your wife as well, and maybe uh, four college students are the ones that generated this idea. How big is the team now? Yeah. And it was uh, uh, rewinding a little bit. It was uh, our our really good friends of my wife and uh, myself. So another couple, the other couple are active leaders of the company also. So it's the four of us. And then we have the four rock star developers. We have a marketing lead. We have a chief technology officer. We have uh, a social media manager. We have uh, interns that have worked out great from the University of Georgia. Yeah, so we're growing, we're into double digits and we're very uh, responsive and productive. So we listen to feedback all the time. We're constantly making changes for the good we hope. We're a very agile company. We release software every two weeks. And that, you know, that's our goal. Every two weeks we put out new features. It's software, there's gonna be bugs. We fix the bugs every two weeks also, but we just crank it out. The, the devs are constantly producing new features, refining existing features, sometimes taking away stuff. I mean, sometimes we'll put something out, customer feedback is, eh, I don't know, not really wild about this. And, it's, and we say, okay, we're gonna go back to the drawing board. Let's pull that feature. It doesn't seem to be used very much. And those that are using it aren't thrilled with it. Let's go back to the drawing board. 
unlike most software products in this genre, uh, there are tools out there. Again, you know them, I know them, your listeners know them. We've been using them for a while. They're a little bit more, hmm, um, a little bit less agile, I would say. Not sure how often they're releasing new versions and products and so forth, but that's our commitment. And we're very different in that way. We, you know, we just are constantly pushing out new software. So our listeners are probably going to be anxious to find out more about Adventure Genie. Is there a way for them to, well, first of all, how do they learn more about it? And are there tutorials and demos available on your website? Yes. Okay. So it starts by going to adventuregenie.com. And if you've never used our system before, there should be a fair amount of information on our on our landing page, including a video and the different plans that you can sign up for a little bit to tell you a little bit more about what we do without even signing up. We hope you do sign up. You could become a member for free. You can do a seven day free trial, no credit card required, seven day free trial to get full access to the product, or you could sign up with a subscription. Our subscription price is a year, yearly subscription. Since we're new and and during our launch, we've been offering it for half off. But for your listeners, if they use the special code of BEYOND40, BEYOND40, you can get an annual subscription for 40 bucks. We encourage you to just play around with it. Play around with the campground search and the genie trip search. But if you want to get into the trip planner, you either need a seven-day trial or a real subscription. And once you do get into the trip planner, there's an onboard assistant, a resource center that will help you along the way. Because it's a very rich, robust product with a complex set of features. We're constantly trying to make it easier to to use. One way we're doing that is we have a little assistant there. So it's going to say, oh, I know you're kind of new here. Let me help you sign up. Or you haven't taken a trip yet. Let me let me help you uh, create your settings. Tell us a little bit more about, you know, walk you through the steps to gather information. Okay, let's go take your first trip. Step one, go over to here. Step two, go over there. And we, and we walk you through. Uh, we believe it's better than like a video tutorial because we walk you through it step by step. Yeah, and we really appreciate you offering that discount to our listeners. I, and I'm sure our listeners are going to really appreciate it as well. You were talking about features, adding new features. Is I have a question. If if this is a feature, or is this a feature maybe in the future? Is there a way for the for for Adventure Genie to book the campground stays? And if so, would that be through like a third party for the booking system? Is that something that you guys are looking at, or 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 is that you talk about it a little bit? Like, is that in the works? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's uh, one of the. One of the more challenging parts of the trip planning process, because even when you use a great system that gets you through all of these parts of the process, all these um, steps of the process, I should say, and you finally get to the campground, you're like, ah, rock on. I want to stay at Jellystone Park in Asheville. And then you go and try and make a booking and it's like, nothing's available. It's all that hard work. So here's our approach to it. 
we will expose the best possible way to make a reservation with a campground. We don't make the reservations. And part of the problem is some campgrounds, you could do it online with their tool. Sometimes you could do it online with an aggregator tool, like there's third-party tools that, again, we all know that you go to and it manages the reservations for a bunch of these systems. Sometimes you have to send an email. Sometimes you have to make a phone call. Sometimes, literally, in our research, we found campgrounds that you have to write a letter and put it, go put a stamp on it and, and, and send them via you know, U.S. Postal Carrier, a request to make a reservation. So what we do is we always show you the best way, fastest way, most richest way to make a reservation. If it's a, an online system, we'll have a direct link, and we'll bring you directly to the tool to make that reservation. And then we get out of the way. Early on, we didn't think that would be enough. We're learning that I'm not sure we could do much better than that. I mean, if we took the reservations ourselves, we'd have, we'd have to build a whole bunch of stuff to do it. But if we bring you right to the screen that lets you make a reservation for that particular campground, that's going to be the richest experience. They know their inventory. They let you browse which site you want to pick. And it's proven to be pretty useful. Our customers say, hey, that's a lot better than we had before. At the same time, we are pursuing relationships with some of the big consolidators of uh, reservation systems to see if there's a way that we could integrate more deeply into our product. Okay. Yeah, I was even wondering if you've had talks with like KOA. KOA has a great reservation system, online reservation. You can make a reservation online within even an hour time. I think anything under an hour, you can't make a reservation online with them. You do have to call, but anything outside of an hour, they have a pretty good system for, for reservations. So I wasn't sure, have you had talks with like the big franchised campgrounds for something in the future? So yes. And coincidentally, we won't, we won't we probably shouldn't uh, reveal who they are, but big campground folks have recently reached out to do exactly that. So we're optimistic that we will do that. And, and in the meantime, Specifically for KOA, since you asked, if you go to one of the campgrounds in Adventure Genie and it's a KOA campground and you say make a reservation, it's going to bring you directly to that KOA screen that allows you to make a reservation for that specific campground. So we're like this close to, I mean, gotcha. to the user, it's kind of seamless. They're in Adventure Genie, they say make a reservation. The next thing they see is the KOA screen to make that reservation. And then to be honest with you, Scott, I would imagine that 50 to 60% of the people are probably more comfortable putting their own credit card number in and things like that for the campground than saying, well, I don't know, you know, I trust this AI to make my plans, but I'm not sure if I trust this AI to start per making purchases for me. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely agree. It's baby steps. We have to crawl, walk, run until yeah. people yep. become yep. more comfortable. 100%. Yeah. What about marketing? You said that you had a social media personnel. Uh, what are you guys using for marketing? What are you finding that that works? I know that you were at FMCA in Perry, Georgia. So being at shows, uh, getting in the in the public eye and stuff like that. What what have you guys been using, and what do you find that's working for you? We love the uh, FMCA show in Perry, Georgia. We'll be doing the one up in Gillette, Wyoming, in a few weeks. Uh, probably about the same time that more or less that that this uh, broadcast. 
podcasts will will be released. Uh, so we'll continue to do those shows. Uh, we're in uh, some of the trade magazines. We are on social media, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and we're even doing a little bit with TikTok just to see how how that plays out. Uh, we're doing a lot with uh, Google and SEO, you know, all the standard stuff you have to do online so that when people are searching for for either campgrounds or trip planners and so forth that that we're popping up. We're finding our best results are through doing things like we are doing exactly right now, these uh, these podcasts, working with with influential people who have a following and uh, the people that are listening to this podcast already have some in, intentions. You know, they're interested in the RV industry. They're interested in what's going on in, in this space. That, that's what's proving to be most successful to us. So we appreciate it greatly, guys. <laughs> but we love having you on. I, I, I think this is going really well. And we ask that question often. And at first we were surprised, but we're not surprised anymore after doing this show for years that we don't hear anybody talk about radio and TV advertising anymore. It seems to be shows and social media have really taken over being there in person, talking with the, talking with the consumer and sharing experiences on social media seem to have taken over what a TV commercial will do for you. Yeah. I think that human connection is really important. And, you know, a lot of our audience also is not necessarily tech savvy. So for us, it's been great to just have that one-on-one -on -one conversation, take them through it, hold their hand, let them ask some questions and, you know, we help them along the way. I think that human touch has been incredible, whether it be in person at a show or uh, through some of the videos that we make or these podcasts where you could just, you know, sit back, ask some questions, answer them, think about it. You know, maybe it takes a little bit more time to get your head wrapped around it rather than those quick hits of, hey, flash sale, come on now. So we we agree. Well, Scott, I think that's all of our questions. Um, and And I'm definitely going to get on there and play with this app a little bit or this program a little bit. You know, I've been looking for something like this in the RV industry since we started RVing and almost 10 years ago. So I'm glad to see it's finally coming up. And I, I, I want to um, ask if you guys are thinking about doing something like this for other modes of travel as well. So what we've found is that we were, as we we're initially targeting a specific niche, the RV traveler. We realize that, well, it doesn't have to be. First off, campgrounds aren't only for RVers. A lot of them are for tech campers. A lot of them have cabins. So for that audience, we've already naturally expanded. Beyond that, it, it's turning out that actually selecting your campground is becoming a small part of the overall trip planning effort. And there's no reason why instead of picking a campground, you can't pick a hotel or any other, or an Airbnb, let's say. And we're also finding that as we're planning your route, you don't have to be, you know, pulling a fifth wheel or driving a, 
RV to do it. You can be driving a car and it's still really useful. So it's kind of, this is where AI is, it's kind of building its own engine here. And so we have found that, and we also found, you know, we, 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 we have some investors in our company and several of them upfront said, love the concept. I'm never going RVing, but I could see myself using this just for trip planning. And while that wasn't our primary audience, it's turning into a very viable audience. And so the answer is yes, it's time for us to like look a little bit more broadly and see what additional features and functions we add to make it even more generally useful to the non-RVer. And I think it was smart that you did not put like RV Adventure Genie in your name. So it leaves you open to expand into other types of adventure travel. Yeah, we did think about that. You should have seen some of our earlier names and they were very RV centric. And we said, you know, someday we might. And yeah, it was intentional, but it was close. We almost landed on a, on a company title that had RV in it. Well, thanks so much for your time, Scott. And uh, we really appreciate you coming on. And we really appreciate the discount code for our guests. And hopefully um, in, an, in the future, we can have you back on and talk about all the great things that you've developed between now and then. Love to do it. Enjoyed the conversation very much and look forward to meeting you at one of these shows and uh, chatting again. We want to thank Scott for his time and sharing the inner workings of Adventure Genie. And of course, we really appreciate the discount code BEYOND40, which will get you a one-year subscription for only 40 bucks. I'm looking forward to trying the service out myself and taking advantage of how it will help me spend less time planning and more time enjoying the trip. I am also very interested in the Genie summaries as I have found ratings to be inconsistent with what is written in a review. What I'm personally looking to get out of Adventure Genie is a custom RV experience designed with my preferences in mind while on the road and at the destination. If you have any experience with Adventure Genie, we'd love to hear from you in the comments and what your take has been so far. And while you're there, leaving that comment, we would really appreciate if you could take the time to leave us a rating for the show. Sean and I always appreciate you listening, and we hope to see you on the road. Take care and safe travels. Looking to get out there and stay out there? Battleborn Batteries Lithium-Ion Batteries are here to power your RV, marine, and off-grid adventures. Designed as an easy drop-in replacement for traditional lead-acid batteries, these reliable solutions have two to three times the power, charge five times faster, are a fifth of the weight, and last ten times longer. Offered in a variety of models in unique sizes and shapes, ranging from 50 amp hour to a robust 270 amp hour, and backed by a 10-year warranty. Battleborn batteries are built to fit your needs and power your experiences. On the road, on the water, and off the grid, reliable power is here. Check them out at BattlebornBatteries.com. With the complexity of all the systems in an RV, I always say it's not if something's going to break, but a matter of when is something going to break. That is why I think an extended warranty for RVs is so important. We first interviewed wholesale warranties back in 2019 and immediately became impressed with how their policies worked, such as you can take your RV to any licensed repair shop, including mobile repairs. They also have personalized service plans, making sure you are getting the right policy for your needs. And if you think your RV is too old for a policy, you might be surprised to hear that RVs up to 20 years old can still be approved for a policy. That is more age lenient than most RV parks I've stayed at. Go to wholesalewarranties.com forward slash beyond the wheel 
or click the link down below in our show notes to get your free quote today. For the ones who know safety isn't a catchphrase, it's a culture. And the ones who help make sure everyone makes it home safe. For the safety-minded who watch everyone's backs, Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as safety assessments and training to keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did to create this ad. To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai.